The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. Monday morning and welcome to another week of Analyze This here on your NPR station in the U.S. Virgin Islands, WTJX FM with yours truly, Neville James. It is a gorgeous day in paradise. Little, little bit warm, but from a visibility standpoint and how clear, like they are saying in St. Thomas, it is. I could see the outline now. Uh, Western St. John and uh, not so much Eastern St. Thomas, but definitely Western St. John. I could see a little outline there. I was looking to see if I could see some of the small islands more to my right, which is the east, the British Virgin Islands, but I ain't seen that yet. But aside from that, it's still lovely. And, you know, we are, we always talk with the weather service to start uh, the week's proceedings and all that good stuff. Great show today, the table talk. Uh, is in effect a lot of topics to touch on and some history as well going back to 1968 yep Olympics Mexico City and it wasn't just about athletic dominance that was a major political statement that was made 55 years ago today October 16th 1968, that included two Americans and an Australian. Right? And you're going to remember the names of Tommy Smith, who won the gold medal, 200. Peter Norman, who won the silver. And John Carlos, who won the gold medal. I also talk about the speakership issue, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that is so sad. And, of course, our local recovery and all that. So I believe we have the Weather Service uh, on the line Ian Colón de Puerto Rico. Buenos días. Buenos días. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? How's my Spanish? You like my Spanish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can live with it. I like that one. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, at least you're trying, which is good. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? But bastante, yeah, yeah, yeah. bastante bien. No muy bien, yeah, pero yeah, bastante yeah, yeah, bien. Yeah. Right? Suficiente, right? Suficiente para defenderte. That's what I'm talking about. Yo. Um, it's it's beautiful, but it's kind of warm. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's still warm. In fact, um, the Virgin Islands, all of them are under a excessive heat warning today. Yeah, but we've been dealing with this excessive heat warning for so long, man. What's going I on? I know, I know. We've, we've been hearing like, hey, this is not new. I know, but perhaps those of us that work inside... We, we will see it that way, but those that are working outside or doing anything, you know, will be more aware of the conditions. And then they'll probably schedule, you know, breaks, drinking water, um, um, taking, uh, dressing lighter, you know, things like that that maybe we don't really notice. But, but, but it's important to know that I know we've been having these conditions, these warm conditions for weeks, if not months. And they look in the forecast. It looks like they will continue. Necesitamos un break, baby. You need a break, I know. man. What's I know. up, we man? We do need that and rain. And rain. We need that. Yeah. Rain. Well, well, we we get these small showers. Mm. They don't last long, but 
they keep the island green. So, you know, I, I wake up in the morning, I go to my car, and I see the, I see the raindrops. I said, oh, we got a little sprinkle this morning. You know what I'm saying? But um, um, we, we, we could use another one day of heavy, heavy rain or so to keep us good. See, no, 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 we, we, we are not. I mean, we may get some um, this weekend. My bad. Uh, by the end of the week, mm-hmm. because we, uh, Sean's remnants will likely, you know, stream across the region. But I, we can. It might be more like increased passing showers and not necessarily like more widespread showers and thunderstorms. You know, mm-hmm. that's. But we may see some showers Wednesday, Thursday, and then of course whatever happens with AL ninety four, we may get some rains during the weekend. Okay, so there's another invest out there that keeping an eye on. Yeah, it's been out there for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, it had 70 and 90% formation chance in two to seven days. But conditions have not been necessarily favorable there, so it has dropped to 30 and 70. That means a low formation chance in two days and a high still formation chance in seven days. And models are everywhere. There's no real consensus on what can be expected with this system. But... Of course, as always, we encourage everyone, you know, to monitor this system as they continue to move in the tropical Atlantic. Even though we have moved already out of the peak of the hurricane season, you know, it's Mm -hmm. still possible that we get something. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm I'm looking at the the, the National Hurricane Center, the the NOAA map, and I said there's a less than 40% chance right now. and And it's at the same parallel as Trinidad and Tobago. But it's still a ways away from land, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, with that new map, you can see more north northwestern area, that shaded area in red. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was updated with the, the latest update at 8 a.m. So, um, so it was it's, more it's, westward, it, now has a more uh, northwestward component. Oh, so, so, okay, so it's looking to curve more to the north. Yeah, but it, it does not attract, by the way. I have to mention that in, in, in case any of, of our listeners uh, go to the Hurricane Center webpage, it does not attract that just the area of of potential formation, cyclonic correct, formation. Correct, correct. That's yes. the cone. That's the cone that they look at, right? Not the cone. No, it's not a cone. It's not a it's cone. Not a track. Uh, it's just an area that it could develop that system. And you know, I mean, now that it has a more northwestward, I think they're probably following what the American model is suggesting, because the east, because the European model is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, still, you know, hopefully we'll get some rains. Okay. So you were telling us a couple of weeks ago that. The ridge is weak this this year, right? The ridge. The ridge. It has, it, 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 it's like pulsating. If that's the correct word okay, to okay, use. Okay. It's like I'm intense, but then I disappear and yes, then I come yes, again. Yes, yes. And looking at what this system is doing, the, that that high pressure is probably strong or, or intensifying. Because again, if you remember, um, water and oil, you know, they don't really they don't mix. And high they don't mix. Don't really mix. Yeah, don't mix. Yeah. So what happens is all these tropical waves or, or low pressure system, they go around uh, the high pressure, and that's what we're seeing. So this this low pressure system is moving across the Atlantic, basically push or steer southward, westward. My bad, westward with the outflow of that um, high pressure. My bad. I'm here with the door too. That's okay, but, but 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 this year for some reason we're seeing a lot of turns to the north, right? Yes. Tip, yes tip, typically, more. historically, that that track is more west west northwest. In this case, it's more north north northwest. Uh, if, with with this system? No, no, no. With with systems throughout the year, throughout this oh, th- yeah, throughout throughout yeah. this they um, they've the, the, barely reached the the, Car- the Caribbean. Arc. Yeah, oh. yeah. 
Yeah, which, uh, which it's probably what we talked before. That high pressure system is not necessarily strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I said that it was for stronger, right, or, or intensifying. But when we have a really strong uh, high pressure system, system usually go into the Caribbean. Yeah, but but you, they, well, you they, had told me that one of the reasons why the storms worked their way into the Caribbean in the years past is because the ridge was strong. Now yes. in this year, this year. No, yeah, you, you you said weak, and now you're saying pulsating, which is inconsistent, meaning that that's why we're seeing a lot of turns to the north and staying out in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, okay. yeah, to the north. For example, Sean, mm-hmm. tropical storm Sean, like he was just meandering over the Central Atlantic. Yeah, and it, again going around that same high pressure system because it's not a circle. I mean, it's not a perfect circle. No, 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 no. And Philippe, just, you know, Philippe was a perfect. Around. Philippe was a perfect example that it wasn't a circle yeah. because yeah. you had the center of circulation on the east, the northeast side of the storm, and then you had a lot of rain on the south and southwestern part of the storm. Yeah, and in part that has to do with the wind shear. Wind shear, with okay. The wind shear coming okay. in from the west mm-hmm. as they approach the Caribbean region, and what 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 it does is it 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 pushes everything you know towards the east side, and that's why most of these centers have been clear. Okay. Like so, you could see the center of rotation, you know, following the track, and then you're like, okay, there's nothing there, but like a low-level cloud of, low-level layer of clouds, and that's pretty much it. No thunderstorm, no deep, no deep convection, but of course, a strong winds in the area. Okay. So you're saying no rain today and tomorrow, but maybe starting on Wednesday or Thursday? Correct. Wednesday onwards, we may see some increase in showers, especially at nighttime. Um, hopefully leading to some significant rainfall accumulations in the area. Okay, okay, well, that's all we had. And you said a heat advisory for today and maybe tomorrow as well, you don't know? Heat warning for today, mm-hmm. which means a heat indices could could exceed 112 degrees in some areas. And for tomorrow, most likely, at least St. Croix may have a, a heat advisory. I mean, uh, but... Yeah, the heat will continue. If not an advisory or a warning, indices probably peak between 102 and 107, which is still warm or hot. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So just stay hydrated. Um, wear light clothes if possible, clear. And, of course, uh, sunblock is important for those that are out there, you know, since most likely we'll have clear skies all day. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Ian Colón, muchas gracias. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. Okay, enjoy the day. And if, if you see Richard Mitchell, tell him his homeboy say hello. Oh, I will. I will. I don't know if I'll see him today, but I will. No, whatever you see him, we're good. Okay. Thank, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Bye. Yeah, that's uh, Ian Colón uh, de San Juan, right? Uh, letting us know, uh, you know, where we at. You know, heat advisory, okay? So I'll be careful, right? And I'm watching this um, storm here, um, this system. It is now, I'd say at about uh, 37 west and um, 10 north, 10, 11 north. Okay, so it's still a ways out there, right? Ain't even got a true advisory for it yet. Let me check. So um, uh, the only thing I, I, I worry about uh, now, right? Typically, I don't really worry um, as we approach because today is the middle day of the month. Today is the 16th. Right, had 15 days done gone and 15 more days uh, beginning tomorrow. In October is because normally this time of year, that wind shear that he talk about, we learn about that wind shear in Maryland here, right? Because apparently I had a storm that year by the name of Asuka that we were worried about. And it never materialized. And uh, that was because of wind shear, right? So 
never forget it, you know. And now, uh, but I'm concerned. Well, I don't want to say concerned, but I ain't taking on for granted simply because it's so warm. I'm saying the waters, I mean, the temperature. I check again my car this morning, 725, 86 degrees. So you know what that means, right? By late, by late morning, 10, 30, 11, heading towards midday. Easily in the 90s. Right, so we got to um, the um, copy attention uh, to what's going on. Seriously, so uh, like I said, a lot of things going on. Right, um, you know, I've been watching the situation over there in Gaza, and I'm looking forward to having a, a conversation and a table talk with the boys. You know, that's a sad story that's going on over there. <clears throat> sad. Um, in particular for us, for two reasons. And by the way, um, I'm, I'm reaching out to, to, uh, to Malik Siku. Uh, we're going to have that conversation um, as it relates to both of those communities and their existence here in the Virgin Islands, the Jewish community and the uh, the Arab community, specifically the Palestinians, um, who um, a number of them moved into the region. And we had this conversation on Wednesday, and when we had a midweek table talk, because uh, you know we didn't have a show last week uh, for Indigenous Peoples Day slash Columbus Day slash VIP Rico Friendship Weekend. Um, there's a humanitarian crisis taking place in Gaza, right? And, um, you know, October 7th, nine days ago, when, um, the, um, Hamas forces did what they did, um, you know, started this current conflict, which you know, in effect, has been ongoing uh, for 75 years, 1948 to now. Um, but what we're seeing now, right, is um, a level of, in this social media and technology-driven era of our existence, where um, you're not seeing pure revolution taking place. You're seeing media influence, technology influence, power grabbing uh, behavior that is resulting in innocent people dying families being destroyed. Innocent. Now, here's the reality that we can't deny. There are some leaders and some people who just love conflict. And time exposes who those people are. 
And I'm, I'm sorry to say it, you know, there are members of that ilk on both sides. And to see how they can live with themselves, knowing that there are so many defenseless people on both sides is, is painful. You know, from time to time, you know, when Rocky labored, they'll come on and, and we ask Rocky during the election cycle, Rocky, what are we looking for? In our elected officials. And uh, Rocky said, you know, Neville, a lot of people, they said they're going to do this and they bring this to the table and all that stuff. But if they really ain't got love for the people, they can't be an effective servant. And that love for the people part really resonated with me as we go through and we see all the coverage. You know, I call my good friend. He's like family to me. He named Solomon Khaled. Their own food tongue over here on St. Croix. And I said, Solomon, give me some perspective, man. What going on? And Solomon said, Neville, one of the biggest problems with what going on is the media. Because you're only seeing what they are making available. And we don't know if what they're telling us is all true. And Doc Skoll always tells us the fourth branch of government is the media. And Solomon said, that's why you got to watch Al Jazeera sometimes, you know. I said, I don't watch Al Jazeera the other day over there at Excess Park where I hang out. I don't watch Al Jazeera. My good friend Dwayne Henry, he'll send me stories from Al, Al Jazeera. Just so that we could have the multiple perspectives we need, you know. And it's really sad to see, you know, innocent people, specifically women and children, being casualties of war. And, uh, you know, as someone who is a voice here in the Virgin Islands, who has a platform, I just want to let everybody know that we need peace to reign. You know, we can talk about this in more detail, you know. So, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll start the table talk. We'll be back right after this. at Bank of St. Croix. Bank of St. Croix offers CDs for education, homes, or vacations. Bank of St. Croix has two locations, one in Gallus Bay at 340-773-8500 and one in Peter's Rest at 340-713-8500. A penalty might be imposed for early withdrawal, new money only. Funds may not be transferred from existing Bank of St. Croix accounts to CDs. Rates subject to change at any time. Fees may reduce earnings and principal. www.bankofstcroix.com. Member FDIC. 
the Caribbean Green Technology Center and the VI Energy Office, in partnership with the Worldwide Universities Network, are hosting the second annual VI Energy Fair. There will be live demonstrations, interactive exhibits on energy and sustainability, and community leaders on site to discuss the territory's efforts to reduce energy costs. The fair takes place at the UVI Sports and Fitness Center on St. Thomas on October 28th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information, visit cgtc-usvi.org. How do we know words? How do we accumulate words? Writer Edna O'Brien. Are they there in us before we know them? She follows a quest many writers can understand. As if these words were the generators of some kind of magic. Authors, artists, sports, news, and maybe even some magic. Every Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. I'm Aisha Roscoe, host of Weekend Edition Sunday, where we're not just interested in what's going on in the world, but why it's happening and how. Details are important. So are different points of view. We're dedicated to bringing you the stories behind the big events and the small ones, too. Join us every Sunday morning for Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition, Sundays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. Russell, what's going on, man? Everything good. Can't complain. <laughs> I you know. like that. You sound like Edwin Cox. We win a war and we yeah, a lot of negativity here in the island. Yeah. yeah. You sound like Edwin Carlwood when he used to call in to Mario. And uh, Mario says, oh, guy, man, he said the country running good. Country running good. So, yeah, uh, yeah. of course, you know, a lot of that was facetious because at the time the country had its ups and downs. But uh, good to see you joining us on Frankina Ridge uh, this morning. Yeah, now, um, the man living on the north side in St. Thomas, uh, the one and only Doc School, uh, the handle. Uh, good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. How are you? Good morning, President James, President Russell, and all the viewing and listening audience. I'm doing well, man. Ronnie, we in a war, brother. We in a big war. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's sad. Um, um, and, and, you know, I wanted to talk about uh, both... Uh, um, entities and their influence here in uh, the Virgin Islands in particular. Uh, Rani, one, one of the great names um, in Virgin Islands history is Paiwanski. And I think, Doc, you'd agree with that, right? Both are, right? We all agree that Paiwanski is a very powerful name yeah. here in these parts, right? Very yeah. influential at a time when we helped, when, when our leaders in the, in the mid and late 60s uh, created uh, the middle class that didn't exist. In the Virgin Islands, yes, right. <clears throat> Ronnie, you agree with that? I don't want to speak for anybody here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, right. And of course, he is from a Jewish background, right? Um, Le Leon Hess, 
right? Same thing, Ronnie, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. A oil truck, a oil truck became a global phenomenon. At one time, arguably the largest refinery in the world as it relates to capacity here in Saint Croix, right? And then, of course, more recently, our good friends from um, the Palestinian um, community, Jordanian community, um, Khaled, Youssef, um, what have you, Wali, Wali them, uh, 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 all that stuff. Um, we have lived with these people and their influence um, for decades. I mean, in some instances, over 100 years, uh, Ronnie, Rod Ronnie Russell and Dusko. So what, what I'm reaching at is we don't want the public to think that because there's a conflict going on on the other side of the world, that we're not sensitive to what's taking place over there, Ronnie and then Ducks. Well, I'll tell you, <clears throat> we directly affected because large parts of our community relate to the different entities fighting over there. That, that's just how it is. We embedded in it and, uh, you know, you want, uh, you want justice, fairness, you want people to act with a sense of humanity, understanding that everybody wants to live on the planet and be happy. And it's very difficult because um, we're directly affected. Uh, both of those communities exist for a long time here in the Virgin Islands. And we interact with them and they have assimilated here. So this is a tough one. Mm -hmm. This is a very tough one. Yeah. So I, I, I just I leave it there. It no, 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 no. That 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 that, res that, that, that resonates as, as as simple as it is. Uh, that 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 resonates. Uh, Dog school. Um, you know the the Paiwanski name. Uh, he was, I believe, our second second to last uh, appointed governor, right before Melvin Evans. Uh, Ralph, Ralph, yes. Ralph Paiwanski and uh, and and the other. Uh, I mentioned um Rabbi. Rabbi Heschler, who uh, used to call into the show a couple of times uh, as well, their ability to assimilate in the Virgin Islands really is a reflection on us and how we 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 tend to embrace literally everybody, man. Here in the Virgin Islands, we're a loving people. We we need to start giving ourselves a little bit of credit, don't you think? Absolutely, we are loving people. Uh, one of the oldest Jewish synagogues in the Western Hemisphere is in is in Saint Thomas. Right? Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, the great Peter Tass saying equal rights and justice. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. There will be no peace without, you know, without justice, man. And what is happening affects all of us. My good friend over there, Siri Hamad. Right? Yeah, man, Siri, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, saw with Siri and the Public Services Commission. We were together. As a matter of fact, Siri was over there visiting his father and we had a public service commission meeting and Siri called in to make a quorum. I think it was probably two o'clock in the morning over there when, when our session started. Wow. And and Siri called in to make a quorum. Okay, so so this is the kind of uh, individuals and, and people in this community who we have lived with, live among, and 
what is happening over there is despicable. And it ain't just start happening. You know what I mean? It's been happening since the Zionist movement started. And, and you know, last week we, we spoke about it. The separation of living in what I call apartheid. It's an apartheid situation over there. Well, well I, I, I'm hearing... I, I'm hearing... Um uh, and this is in this case giving giving people credit. In uh, I, I'm hearing folks willing to to call a spade a spade with respect to what's going on over there. Some people, not everybody, right? Not everybody. Uh, and and they are using that word apartheid. And I remember now there was a time, Ronnie, uh, when when we heard apartheid, all we were thinking about is South Africa, right? But this uh-huh. thing this thing exists in no many different enclaves throughout the world, Ronnie Russell, and then ducks. Yeah, listen, I I don't sense something that might not resonate with a lot of people, but the powers that be in this world right now, America and Russia, they either use other people to fight the battles. Well, Ronnie, you ain't say nothing. You ain't say nothing that 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 that, that, and, that, and that, that we I, know about. But you're absolutely correct. And 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 they use, they have. Israel and the whole Syrian and Palestinian and Iran and and these big these big countries, you know, they they instigate stuff, support stuff that's not right. And in in this situation, um, you know, I said earlier that the leaders in Israel was a, was a lot more balanced in the seventies and 60s and 80s now you know they don't have a balanced leader now and they you know they escalating settling they escalated everything that would 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 work against a friendship and type of a community where people live together and they could live together in harmony so i think behind of it guys is these superpowers fighting the, the, you know, they're doing it in Ukraine, mm-hmm. and now they carry it to this, you know, this Middle East thing. And, and I, I, I think it's time for somebody, a thing will happen in Russia. He, 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 he power hungry. But America got to stand up and say, wait, man, we're going to settle this. And I don't think they have a choice, Ronnie, because when you look at what's going on, Right, where the the president, after what we found out took place on October seventh, calmly stated, "We stand with Israel because we don't believe in war," and and now the president, you know, showing leadership. Gotta give him credit. He's saying, notwithstanding our uh, our standing with Israel, there is a humanitarian crisis taking place in Gaza. And and exactly. I, and and, exactly. and that that's the balance part that you're talking about that existed in the seventies, eighties, and nineties, right? Where you know, ducks. Um, there's one thing to say you fight in war, but to turn off water, water access to Gaza as some penalty. This broad brush application, ducks school, to me is is arguably one of the biggest problems that we have in humanity right now where okay you got 100 people there and because they got two bad apples the other 19 got to suffer that's craziness um Doc's cold absolute craziness yeah, that, that that is 
total craziness. These people, these leaders that we have that purporting to support Israel, what I'm looking at is these guys are trying to use this now to eradicate and take out the Palestinians. Ethnic, cl ethnic cleansing is what really going on, I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's basically what it is. But when you have the power to take away the, 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 the water, electricity, food. That alone tells, right? that, that alone tells you how, how warped and lopsided this thing is. Absolutely. That, I mean, that is, that is the, like I said, the same, the same, the same process. And it happened, it happened here in America several years and years and years ago. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. the same uh, people that started apartheid in South Africa, the same Europeans again, set up the, 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 the Golan Heights and, tech and all that. You know, those history is replete with this domination over people because you want to continue to maintain Neville and Rani quote-unquote, your superiority over the human race. But but you know something? So, you know something, Docs? When I was driving in, I was thinking, right? Um, if you are a true leader, right, um, then you want, first and foremost, you want peace, right? You want, you want everything to be settled on the ground, right? That's what you want, right? And in order for that to happen, you got to provide services for the people. Regardless of uh, economic um, status and all that stuff, every jurisdiction has an obligation to provide service for the people, whether it be public safety, health, education, infrastructure, development, sustainability, uh, what have you. Clearly, that has not been going on in Gaza. Uh, the school and then running. <clears throat> it's not been going on, and I'm sure they have uh, UN uh, charters that basically speak to the fact that during war, I mean, that, that, that's why over there, mm -hmm. there's certain things that must be protected. Human life must be protected. Women and children, and you shouldn't be using uh, individuals as, as shields. As shields, yeah, man. You know, as, as, as human shields. And, so, both, and both sides. And both sides. Yeah. Both sides. So these violations continue, and what we need to do, again, the UN... And I would say the great country of America, as the president retorted that the human rights and human suffering that is going on needs to be stopped. Because what's happening in Ukraine is billions of dollars the U.S. have sent over there. And 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 you ain't sending that money to Nazi peace in Ukraine because, I mean, all of that money will be gone for not, which will be a waste. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, man. But, but, but what I'm saying is that you have to have this balance, man. Yes, you might have war, war infractions going on, but you have to protect the people, the innocent ones who are caught up in this war. No, that no, is where I, no, no, I, I you, need you, to see the U.S. going. Now, you, you bring up a good point. Welcome back to Ronnie. Because, Ronnie, you said that uh, America is going to have to be, uh, unfortunately, the arbiter, right? But, but Ronnie, war crimes isn't just about what you are doing to who you're attacking. War crimes could also be what a country is doing by using their own people as shields, Ronnie. It works both ways. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the UN need to send in troops there 
to separate them and bring peace. And the U.S. could do it because, you know, might ain't right in this situation. In this situation, <clears throat> humanity, should <clears throat> humanity should prevail. And it's very sad. Because now Neville and Docs, we could see it. You, you, the, the, the camera them showing things that you know is is atrocious. Yeah, yeah. We live in a we live in a different world now. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of the things so, that we're being exposed to now, we wouldn't have seen them 15, no. 20, 30 years ago. They said they said that um, Israeli airstrikes have killed at least two thousand seven hundred and fifty people in in the enclave. Imagine that. Yeah, and, and, you know, and you're you seeing it, and as, as a nation that should be leading the world, and I think, you know, President Biden, once he started to talk about humanitarian, he started to balance the approach. Mm-hmm. So he had to, you know. With the, he had yeah, to. Because he had the to. heavy hand. You know why, right? Um, because one of, the, one of the things that are taking place globally is protest, man. We, yep. we, we are seeing, just like we saw in the aftermath of the, the George Floyd murder, global protests, right? Yep. And yep. when protesting take place outside of where the activity is going on, you know how serious it is. One of the things, one of the problems I got with Hamas, though, uh, uh, Rani and Docs, is they were bragging about how we were, we were planning this thing for two years. You're not helping the situation on, you know, you do what you do, right? You do what you do. Now you're dealing with the fact that you really you really can't finish what you started. But for you to be bragging, Ronnie Russell, that this was two years uh, in the making. Had they said this is 75 years in the making because they've been treating us like third and fourth class citizens, th- that's one thing. But to say this ground invasion, this attack, uh, like as if you were gloating, when your people now are being subjected, being used as, as shields, while a lot of the leaders there in a four-star hotel watching what's going on, that's that, that, that's unconscionable, um, Rani and Docs. Oh gosh, yeah. man! I, I I definitely agree with you. The whole situation is just a tragic, a tragic exposition of how humanity could go to its lowest ever. Mm-hmm. In, in 2023, when we have information, we have everything. We move into a digital age. We're trying to move away from. You know, the kind of atrocities that humanity could do on itself. And here we have this now. Yeah, my so, you know, yeah, so about, Hey, hey, docs. Docs. Um, you're here, Ronnie, the lowest ebb. <laughs> I like that, yeah. Ronnie, you're right. Uh, ebb, ebb from ebb and flow. I like that one, man. I like that one. We, we're going to take a break, come back. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to wrap this up and then talk about uh, something historical that Ronnie uh, knows all well and good what took place back in 1968 in Mexico City. We'll take a break and be back right after this. News happens all week, all around the world. If you want to understand what this French election is all about... Four candidates are running unopposed, and three of them met reporters Thursday. Whatever the outcome of today's elections, the secessionist genie is out of the bottle. News, analysis, perspective, music, books, and sports, too. Saturday on Weekend Edition from NPR News. Weekend Edition 
Saturdays at 8 a.m. on WTJX FM 93.1. Human beings have been making music for tens of thousands of years. It brings us together. It has the power to communicate emotions and ideas. It's a profound part of the human experience. Hear the stories behind the music you love and new music you might fall in love with. I'm Raina Duras. Join me for in-depth interviews with artists who are continuing that musical history on World Cafe. Weekdays at 10 p.m. on WTJX-FM 93.1. On Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, we are not afraid to stand up to the high and mighty like Jeff Bezos. He had that big it cowboy hat on. <laughs> he looked like, like a shrink ray had hit Garth Brooks. I'm Peter Sagal. Join me as we speak truth to power, at least until power agrees to buy us out on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me from NPR. Saturdays at 1 p.m. and Sundays at 2 p.m. right here on WTJX FM 93.1, your NPR station in the Virgin Islands. On Secrets of the Dead, from archaeological digs to ornately decorated homes. We have a triceratops skull. When you enter the house, it's the first thing you see. From museums to auction halls. It will probably sell for top dollar. Look behind the scenes at a new kind of business. Here in the room, 5,200,000 going once, going twice. Jurassic fortunes on Secrets of the Dead. Here is this Wednesday at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. We're back here uh, and analyze this. Uh, the table talk is in effect. Uh, uh, Rocky Labor is on assignment. He's excused. We got uh, the one and only Donald Dog School uh, joining us uh, from the north side over there in St. Thomas. Good morning, Mr. Majority Leader. Welcome. Good morning, Mr. President. Good morning to the board presidents. <laughs> and the one out of the west, Ronnie Russell, now cool out in Kena Ridge. Good morning, uh, President of the 29th Legislature. Served, six, served four terms. Donald Dog School served three terms. Good morning, uh, Ronnie Russell. Good morning, Neville, and good morning, Docs, and good morning to your wonderful audience. I want to. Neville, you're the ranking member. Yeah, <laughs> and the youngest, the youngest, and yeah, the ranking gentlemen. I want to play a clip um, um, from Malcolm X, where uh, he spoke about expanding um, the the issue in America at the time, but now it's a global issue, from civil rights uh, to human rights. I want you to. I want you and the audience to listen to this. It's real quick. the United States government. And the only way this can be done 
is by internationalizing the problem and, and putting it uh, at a level where it can be taken into the United Nations and then all of the other independent nations on this earth can involve themselves in our struggle and support us. And uh, the only way by this, uh, which this can be done, instead of it being called civil rights in the future, we're going to have to label it a human rights struggle or the struggle for human rights. And as such, we can then take it into the United Nations uh, through the avenues that have been set up by the United Nations uh, Commission on Human Rights. Uh, we can take the, our problem before the United Nations in the same uh, manner that the problem of South Africa, Angola, Mozambique, Hungary, the Arab refugee problem, it, it becomes a world problem. And as a world problem, then the uh, uh, Afro-American or the so-called Negroes equal results because uh, it's not left up to the one who's responsible for it anymore, but it's, 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 it's uh, put at a level where the whole can see that our plight is wrong. It stood in our path in the, in the uh, past. Isn't it amazing? I want to start with you, Doc Cole, that everything we mentioned about, uh, and what Rodney mentioned about, what we spoke about, the United Nations and, and, and the different things, the apartheid and all that stuff, that this discussion been going on, this is Malcolm X from in the 60s, Doc Cole, and here we are in, in, in the early, 20, early to mid-2020s, and the more things change, the more it remains the same. Because he mentioned in this the Arab refugee. Uh, he, 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 um, camps that, that, that's been uh, existing from back then. Have we really, have we really shown the level of sensitivity and urgency over the years to make sure that the, 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 the globe uh, understands that everybody has a role to play and, and more importantly, uh, living good should be a priority, Doc School? Listen, Neville, until the philosophy that holds one race <laughs> superior <laughs> yes. and another. Yes, sir. I was so last week before the United Nations the that Bob Marley no, turned no, into the song War. No, 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 right? no, 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 no. The League of Nations at the time. The League of the League Nations. Of Nations. Correct. The League of Nations. So yes. last week before the League of Nations. Yes. Right? Until that is totally gone, there will be war. And there is no, like I said, Peter Tash, equal rights and justice. So uh, the great Malcolm X was speaking truth to power. And you got to understand, Neville and Rani, that the cycle is started by a group of individuals who believe that they're superior. And, you know, a lot of times they're superior and other people have to be subjugated to them. And that, uh, Brother, Brother Malcolm was basically saying it can't be just in America. It's all over the world. You had the apartheid system in South Africa. You had what's going on over there when they set up the Zionist movement over there in in. In, in area all over the world, in Angola, the whole struggle. Mozambique. The, Mozambique. Yeah, man. Again, yeah. South Africa. You know, yeah, man. Yeah. 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 So if we, people of goodwill, do not step in, it's going to be problematic. And it's going to continue until the powers that be come together. But Neville, it's sad to say that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. absolutely. No, no, no. And, no, no, no. That, that, that's a great point. Ronnie, uh, Malcolm X in, in referencing the U.S., but he, he pretty much was saying um, the, these issues we're dealing with are not domestic. And, and when he said domestic, I don't think uh, the, he, he was limiting domestic to the U.S. He was talking about domestic 
as it relates to every every country's plight, right? Where absolutely, where, yeah, yeah. Where, where and he, he specifically said we need to internationalize this so that people have a real understanding that there are multiple domestic issues that are going on at the same time. Yeah, that was eloquently. You can't, you can't repeat that because he captured everything, and I just, I that that was so well done. The, the issue, though, you know, I was thinking Neville before I get to the show and everybody that how 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 are we going to uh, rid ourselves of the scourge of the art with negativity, money, you know, corruption, everything yeah, that's negative. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can go back to St. Croix, you know. Um, and Doc alluded to it really nice. He said, you know, we are a welcoming people, loving kind, and we we, we could assimilate in all, all kind of situations. I, I grew up with four churches in Fredericksted dominating the character, the ethics, and the faith base religions that instill value to life mm-hmm. and uh i i hate to say but we got to go back to something like that you got catholic church Lutheran, church and lican and Malaysia. yeah the, the, those are the four dominant uh yeah, know, religions. But they, yeah they were dominant but they contributed significantly to the character of the people that went to the churches and, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know how we're going to be done in America right now, but I know that we have to, we can't identify one thing as only the right thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got to branch out and recognize that people will be saying the same thing, but in different ways. And we got to accept that. And then accept it in a way that the Muslim and the Christian could coexist without that kind of strife that's happening in Israel mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. And this is, I, I believe, that's the only way out of this because this one, this one tough. This one tough. No, when you so see, I, when, I, when I, you see I, the protests I, I are taking place... No, but when you see the protests are taking place, um, for example, at Colombia last week, they had to they yeah. had to close down Colombia to, to people outside of uh, the university because you had a, a pro uh, Palestinian and a, and a pro Israeli protest going at one another. Now it turned out to be peaceful. Unfortunately, the day before uh, a, a, a pro Israel uh, student was assaulted, but for the most part, the protest the following day, you know, uh, was 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 good. But 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 the reason why I reference 1968 at Mexico City for those of you who don't know, and Ronnie Russell is a, a, a Olympic uh, <clears throat> uh, athlete uh, member of the Track and Field Federation. The the men's 200 meters at, in Mexico City. Yeah. Uh, um, you had uh, Tommy Smith was the gold medal winner, and John Carlos was the bronze medal winner, and both were yeah. from America. The silver medal winner was Peter Norman from Australia, right? right. And, and, and I want the public to listen to what took place. Uh, you will see 
clips from time to time of two black men standing on rostrum with their hand up in the air with black power with a black power movement with gloves right. on their hand. That took place. Uh, uh, what's it? 60, 68, 68, 68. 68. 55 years ago today, October 16, 1968, in Mexico City. October 16. What people don't know is that the Australian Peter Norman wore a U.S. civil rights badge yeah. on his jersey. Right? This is a white man from Australia. And do you know that all three were ostracized and marginalized for doing that? Suspended from their respective teams, right? Right. Based on what they did, and and the reason why they were doing what they're doing is the same reason why we're dealing with this conflict in 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 uh, in Gaza today, right? right? Which is about lack of love of people, civil rights issues, human rights disrespect. So the question, I want to start with Ducks first and then come to Ronnie, Ronnie crystallize it. Ducks, when you heard me say earlier, the more things change, the more they remain the same. Actually, it's more like uh, Richie Spice, where the wall is a cycle, right? And what, what, going, what, what going on now going to go on again if you don't really fix it? It's going to go on again, Neville. And Neville, one of the things with that 68 Olympics, Paul Hoffman, right? Mm -hmm. Paul Hoffman was my sixth grade teacher. The lawyer in St. Thomas? Yeah, in Gramboco. Are you in Gramboco? Yeah, I remember you told you that. Yes, you yes, yes, yeah. Yourself, 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 yourself and, and uh, Lieutenant Governor Roach. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, and, and a heap of adults. Yeah. Right? He was my sixth grade teacher. And that when, that's when I found out that he was, he's the one who gave the pin to Peter Norman. Oh, really? Yes, Paul Hoffman gave the pin to Peter Norman. Paul Hoffman was on the Harvard rowing team. As a matter of fact, he was he's one, Virgin, one of Virgin Islander who won a medal, right? Yeah. So he was on the, 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 the Harvard rowing team. And they were protesting to, and Paul Hoffman is who gave his pin to Peter Norman. Okay. Because Paul Hoffman was born right here in St. Thomas. Paul Hoffman's father was a judge, Judge Hoffman. He was born mm -hmm. in St. Thomas. Mm -hmm. But he represented Harvard University rowing. Google it. No, no, he actually, okay. was, he actually was born in New York City and probably came here when he was small. He came, came yeah. here, yeah. Well, yeah. came yeah. here with his father when he was... Yeah. When, yeah. He, when he was a little boy. And he was on, right? the, he was on the United States men's rowing team uh, back in the day. Yeah. And they won, they won a medal. Yeah, he was, a, he was a member of the U.S. Ro Olympic rowing team at the 1968 Summer Olympics in Mexico City. Yes. Wow. And, and, and he is the one who gave the pin to Peter Norman. Because they themselves were, were protesting. And, it, it, it's, and it's here, for those of you who are listening, you can see it all here, the same thing he's talking about. He said, a supporter of Olympic Project for Human Rights, Hoffman provided Peter Norman, the Australian winner of the silver medal, of the 200-meter track race with his OPHR badge, which Norman then yes. wore at the medal ceremony and supported the protest. Wow. Yes. Wow. Uh, I had no idea about this, and I'm going to be very honest. I had no idea about this. Wow. When it, in his office, he had that picture, and he's so proud of that picture because he was there. He had a picture with 
with these brothers hanging up, putting up their hand, and and Peter Norman with his with his wow. badge that he, yes, wow. that he had. So, wow, that's so, that, that that's awesome. Yeah. So 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 to put this in a circle is that the Olympics is a world world stage. Yes, event. Yeah. A world event. So when you protest there, and uh, you look at the Munich the Munich Olympic. Remember we talked about that last week too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to bring attention to the, the atrocities and all the ill will that is going on throughout the world, and they got an opportunity. And these these gentlemen were ostracized, taken out of uh, society. But never, it's the same concept that only certain people who are supposed to continue to dominate Neville and Rani. And when you speak up, those same people, whether you're black, white, pink, or purple, are going to crush you. And that is why it's going to continue and continue and continue until that domination, as the great Marcus, I mean, uh, Selassie said, until the philosophy mm -hmm. that creates one race superior and another inferior. And then you have, when we got away from spirituality and put in place religion, Neville, and that is what is that my religion is over your religion, and then we use that authority to dominate and continue the suffering. That is what is happening there. Wow, wow, I, wow. I, I, didn't know, I didn't know about that. Rani, when we had that break, when we come back, I'm going to let you uh, um, chime in on that. Because that's very important. And Ronnie, don't forget to know, me and you weren't weren't on Paul Hoffman's good side back in 80, back in 2008 with the Azure. But 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 check this out. You know there are redeeming qualities in everybody, and this is this is a beautiful thing, Ronnie. Uh, when yeah. you think about it, with respect to Paul's Hoffman role in this, and Peter and Peter Peter Norman, man, he went back home and he suffered pain. For what he did, yeah, uh, supporting um, John Carlos and, and Tommy Smith. We'll take a break, come back, uh, do a, our programming notes at the top of the hour, and then continue with the table talk right after this. The views and opinions expressed on Analyze This are entirely those of the on-air participants and do not reflect those of the station's board, management, staff, or underwriters. The PBS NewsHour has a rich legacy of in-depth reporting and strong storytelling. Only four people have sat in that chair before us, and the enormity of this moment is not lost on me. People turn to us because they know they can hear from trusted sources of information and news. That won't change a bit, even as the faces behind the desk change. Good evening, I'm Jeff Bennett. And I'm Amna Nabaz. Weekdays at 7 p.m. on WTJX TV, Channel 12. On Secrets of the Dead, from archaeological digs to ornately decorated homes. We have a triceratops skull. When you enter the house, it's the first thing you see. From museums, to auction halls. It will probably sell for top dollar. Look behind the scenes at a new kind of business. Here in the room, 5,200,000 going once, going twice. Jurassic Fortunes on Secrets of the Dead. Here is this Wednesday at 10 p.m. on WTJX-TV Channel 12. 